Does our love for the Italian breakfast Vinny P still run deep? Is Emmanuel Class A holding his ground as the game's top closer? Join us for must trade players, both to acquire and unload on this action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, my better half, Matthew Arnett. Yo, it's good, guys. Let's have a good one today. Yes, and thank you guys for bearing with me yesterday. Had a little bit of a family emergency. And uh, thank you. Big shout out to my brother, Matt, for carrying us through yesterday. And if you guys are listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly appreciate it. If you could do that for us, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes to the channel. Also gives you notification every time we drop a new episode. And once again, if you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to like and comment because we'd love to talk fantasy baseball with you. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price, always guaranteed. Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, we got a fully loaded episode for you today. Let us be your team secret weapon, as always. While we provide you with must trade for and away players, and Matt, we got a bunch of great names. But who do we have up first, brother? All right, all right. After I'm done choking over here, um, sorry, wrong tube. Um, we got Mr. Mike Trout up here. Mike Trout has had a rough, rough month. Let's just put it, th- it's, and that's putting it lightly. Uh, my guy is batting about 218 on the month, 204 over the last two weeks, and 154 last week. Now, his counting stats aren't atrocious, but they're not like Mike Trout levels either, right? Outside of the home runs, where like he only has 12 ribbies on the on the month and 13 runs. Like That's where it's uncharacteristic. The bombs are there. That's great. But that's the only thing that's actually showing up. Plus, he's not really stolen, uh, stealing bases, which he didn't do last year. I think that's just a new reality of Mike Trout. So where he used to be a five-category contributor, he's now been knocked down to about a strong four. And since he's not really performing, I think this is a great time to buy low. Now, what I'm willing to offer versus what I'm willing to like essentially give up to get him I'm pretty much almost willing to give up a lot. Like uh, I would probably say a lot of the names we're going to be talking about earlier. I mean, later. And quite honestly, I'd be okay with giving up like somebody I picked in about like the fifth or sixth round and like one or two of those players, along with somebody that I picked up off the waiver wire that's overperforming just to go and acquire Mike Trout, because clearly this isn't going to be the norm for Mike Trout where he's underperforming in the batting average category and the, and the stats counting stats. Like, it's just not him. Because quite honestly, even in 438 at-bats last year, he still had 85 uh, runs, 40 bombs, 80 ribs, a stolen base and bat about 283. I think that's kind of like the kind of realm of possibilities if he doesn't play a full season, which, again, he's been getting hurt every year too. So 
you know, it, I think this is the new reality of just Mike Trout. But Mike Trout is a great, great contributor when healthy and when he's just hot. So, honestly, in all, all in my opinion, go out and snag him for as quick as you can and try and trade for Mike Trout as soon as possible. Yeah, Matt, we're we're in full agreement here. Mike Trout, he may not be the best player in baseball anymore, but I th- I still think he's a top ten player in baseball. Last year, his first half was a little bit worse than his second half. The batting average jumped thirty points from the first half to second half last year. He hit uh, two seventy in the first half last year. He hit three hundred eight in the second half last year. Uh, Mike Trout is just he. We know what he is. That that's the point of this segment, is guys. You know, the point of this episode when we do the trade for and away players is buy low, sell high maximize your value on guys that you know aren't fully proven yet that are kind of like a mystery box and buy on guys like trout and you know we've talked about corbin burns who's been a little bit better of late we've talked about a lot of guys in this episode and i think our hit rate is pretty high we know who mike trout is while he's hitting 264 you know you throw that out there say hey you know trout's getting old he's dealing with back problems you know there's a lot of you know ways to push the trade for trout and as Matt mentioned, we have a lot of names that are coming up in the second half of this show that you definitely want to stay tuned for that you could definitely work a trade out for Mike Trout. But let's keep it pushing here. Let's move on to our next guy. And it was the top closer being drafted, and it's Emmanuel Class A. And as my brother Matt would say, he hasn't been uh, very classy so far to start the year. Um, you know, the last 30 days for Class A, it's 12 innings, only uh, – 15 strikeouts. We know he's a strikeout machine. Uh, 4-2-6 ERA with a 1-3-4 whip. He does have nine saves over that time. So, I mean, there is that. But so does Pierce Johnson. I mean, so, you know, uh, we could take that route with this. But he has a 3-10 ERA, a 1-2-1 whip on the season. He's under a K per nine with 29 innings uh, to 24 Ks. And the buy by window, by low window, might close very soon. You know, I think Class A is just a guy that we know who he is. He's done it over the past like three or four years. Been one of the top closers in the league, if not the top closer, like he was last year. I think you need to go out there and throw out a trade for him. You could definitely get him on. You know, a pretty solid deal at the moment. I uh, really don't have too much more to say about Class A, except I think he's going to turn things around and he's going to finish with like a sub three ERA, big strikeouts, and a bunch of saves. No, absolutely. Completely agree, man. My guy is going to be back to being classy real soon. <laughs> um, but great take. I don't think I need to say anything else. I completely agree. Let's move on to Mr. Tyler Glass now. Glassy is my nickname for him and Dom's. Uh, he has been, he's had two starts since coming back off the IL. He had his first outing in four innings, eight Ks, a 6-2-3 ERA and a one three eight whip. And that was against the Dodgers. And then his last start, which was pretty solid as well, five innings, six Ks, a one six nine ERA, a one three one WHIP against Boston. Now, both you know, there's good, good and bad taken out of that first start, right? The Ks phenomenal, you know, that's you know two per nine right there, and you know you, you look at the 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 what do you call it, the ERA, and you're like, okay, well, it's his first start back, so let's give him a little bit and. Quite honestly, the whip isn't is a little high, but it isn't atrocious for a guy just coming off the IL either. Like I would have expected a one five, maybe even a one six. And it he improved on it in the second start. The ERA was down. Boston has cooled off a little bit, but they're still a solid team. So that's a really good start for him in an outing. So this is where I'm going to tell you to go and try and stat, snag him. Now, the only problem I foresee here is the person held on for a while for to Tyler Glass now. And it's going to be hard for them to part away with him. So you're going to have to give them somewhat of a good offer. But 
we got to hope and pray is that they're struggling in a few categories where you can kind of match it up, maybe throw in a close, like if you have it like an exponential amount of like closers, throwing a closer since they're hard to come by, maybe a, a, a young pitcher, like one that we're going to talk about later in the show. And I'm not just teasing it. There is somebody that I really do want to trade and sell high on. And then, you know, maybe even throw in one of these, you know, buy low players to go in with him that we've talked in the past that maybe isn't kind of panning out and kind of just sneak him out. Tyler glass. Now will be a great addition to your team. If you can go and sneak him past, sneak it past the goalie and steal some, steal him out from under for somebody. Yeah, man. I, I once again, we're in agreement here. I just think that th- I could see it working both ways. I could see, uh, you know, uh, owners who've had glass now and say, Hey, listen, I've held him this whole time. I'm going to keep holding him. I need, I need to get a good offer, but I could also see, the Tyler Glass now owners that are frustrated say, "Hey, I hope I held out all this time. First two starts okay. haven't looked overwhelmingly great, but you know, uh, as Matt and I always say, you know, a guy coming off an injury, the last thing that can turn is uh, return is that control. So that's why we're seeing the higher whip here with Glass now coming off the oblique, and you know, he's still fine tuning, he's still working things out. I truly, truly think if you get the right owner." You can you can steal last now. You can just take them away right off their hands. You know, give up a little bit of something, something, nothing too crazy. You know, maybe uh, you know, like a top forty pitcher and a closer. Uh, you know, we have uh, you know, some guys we're going to talk about coming up. As you know, we keep teasing. There's one specific name that I think you could trade and get a lot for. So Glass now is just somebody we we know who he is. You're, you're taking the Jacob Degrom, Chris Sale injury risk with Glass now because, as Matt would say, he's a flanges guy. So you know, but his career he's been very very solid since you know he's come over to Tampa and Tampa's got great uh, pitching coaching there. So I think he's definitely going to turn it around. I think he has a ace upside. But coming up next, we have a breakout player for the Texas Rangers. We have a young gun, young gun arm for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And we have one of our favorite, favorite fantasy players. And if you've been around, you you might have an idea of who we're talking about coming up next. Before we do that, though, I have a great sponsor for you guys. Have you ever tried to buy tickets to see your favorite artist or sports team and wound up being stressed out by how much of a hassle it can be? Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. That's why you need to check out the Game Time app. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Using the Game Time app is super rewarding with flash deals on last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, images and views from the seats you'll be sitting in, lowest price guarantee, and event cancellation protection. I mean, there's a reason it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, always guaranteed. And as always, we want to thank our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Be sure to look out for a new episode tomorrow featuring must-add players to your IL and watch list. 
And guys, just real quick, we're super, super close to 2,000 subscribers on YouTube, and we couldn't have done it without you. If you enjoy the show and want to help us out, please share our podcast with a few friends who also love fantasy baseball or baseball in general. We'd be truly, truly grateful for your support in our journey to 2,000 subscribers. But, Matt, uh, you got it here, my brother. This one, uh, a little bit too much talking for me. <laughs> all good, man. All good. I understand. It's a lot. All right. Let's talk about Mr. Vinny Pasquantino, the Italian breakfast himself. Oh, boy. Uh, one of the names. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, boy. exactly. My boy first. Just saying. Fair uh, enough. Touche. Touche. <laughs> now, Vinny P has just had a sophomore slump, it looks like. It, this is just what we're experiencing this year. But I don't think this is something that's going to stick. You know, you can't bottle up that talent for too long. It's the same thing with Bobby Witt. We're just waiting for him to explode as well. That whole Kansas City team, is, yeah. we're just waiting for it to explode. It's like, literally, we just keep shaking the Coke can and just waiting to pop it open and just explode everywhere. I might have to drop a Mentos in there. We shall see. <laughs> I like that. That's good. But, you know, Vinny P is a great buy-low candidate because here, here's my facts behind why I think you should, right? He has nine home runs on the season. He's batting about 255. And... The batting average is going to come up. Let's just be honest here. He batted 295 last year. Maybe it's not the 295 this year. Maybe it's more like a 285, 275, and I'd still take that hands down. And on top of that, once that team starts rolling and the Mentos is dropped in, my guy is going to go off in the counting stats, both runs and ribbies. And you know the home runs are there because they're there now. Like That's the only thing that's really sticking for him. That's the sticky stat for Vinny Pasquantino. So 100% you need to trade for him. And I know somebody asked in the comments today, should I drop him? Should I move on from him? Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah, I know it's I know it's rough. I know we draft him high, but honestly, he you need to stick with him just a little bit longer. If he's still performing this way in a month, it's going to be a different conversation. But here's the deal. If you buy if you buy him now, you can buy him real low. I think you can get him on the cheap because people are getting fed up since there's comments coming in the ca- in the uh comments. I'm sure you're not the only one that feels that way. And you can definitely go in and sneak him out from under them. And Vinny Pascantino can be 100% a great buy-low candidate for you. Uh, I'm going to start my 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 uh, Vinny P, the Italian breakfast, Vinny P, baby, rant with saying, if you can't drop this guy. Absolutely not. It, uh, he must hold, must hold. Uh, if you're a fan of ours, go and trade for him. That's what we're, we're the point here. I have a great argument for you guys to listen to. Last year, Vinny Peace played 72 games. This year so far, Vinny Peace played 58 games. And he's already matched almost all of his stats. So listen to this. Once again, last year, 72 games. This year, 58. Last year, Vinny P, 25 runs. This year so far, 24 runs. Last year, 10 doubles. This year, 16 doubles. Last year, 10 home runs. This year, 9 home runs. Last year, 26 RBIs. This year, 26 RBIs. Uh, the walks and strikeouts very, very identical. Last year, thirty strike. Uh, last year, thirty-four strikeouts. This year, thirty. Last year, thirty-five walks. This year, twenty-five walks. Batting average is the only thing that he's a little bit short in. And I think Vinny P, like Matt said, uh, Matt used the, the little Mentos, um, you know, uh, analogy. I'm going to use this one. He's just waiting for somebody to pull the pin out of the grenade. Once some, when the, once that pin gets pulled and. He's gonna he's gonna explode, man. I think Vinny P, like Matt said, he might not hit 295 like he did last year. I think 275, 280 is a reasonable expectation. I think he finishes with close to 30 bombs. I see like 28, and I think that Kansas City Royals team just takes off like a like lightning, and they wind up being you know like a big surprise for the second half of the season. Uh, Vinny P, go out there and get him in every single league you can. He's he's gonna be good. I promise you guys that. 
Let's move on to somebody that's actually having a great game tonight on uh, Monday night as Matt and I are recording this, and it's Trey Turner. Uh, Trey Turner is somebody that everyone is super disappointed in, including myself. He's one of my boys in uh, my uh, long-term dynasty league or keeper league that I play with Matt, and I've just been so disappointed, especially uh, after Trey Turner looked like Captain America in the World Baseball Classic. I, I don't know what happened to him. But Trey Turner with a double dong tonight, it's three for three, you know, three RBIs, the two home runs I just mentioned. But on the year, the numbers still don't look great. And even after tonight's game, they're still not going to look great. He can go seven for seven tonight, and they're still not going to look great. Uh, as we're recording, not including the game, the stats from tonight, he's uh, Trey Turner sitting 232, five homers, 16 RBIs, eight steals, and he has 29 runs. So the 29 runs and the eight steals are the only redeeming things for Trey Turner. It's just been a tough start, really tough start for him. Matt and I always say that when you're, you know, um, trying to adjust to a new team first year, a lot of the human element comes into play, and people don't always understand that, that, you know, you got to find a new house, got to get your kids into a new school, got to make sure the wife's happy. You got to find that little spot to eat that you like that's going to get you, uh, you know, excited, you know, before every game and after every game. And new teammates, new coaching staff. So the human element definitely comes into play. I think Trey Turner's going to have a monster second half, just as in the sense of Mike Trout. We know who he is. We know what he can do. He's a career 300 hitter. He's going to steal you some bases. The power isn't elite, but the power's there. I think he gets close to 20 bombs, and the runs are going to be close to you know 90 to 100 runs for Trey Turner. I think you can go out there and you can buy super, super low on him at the moment. Not like crazy low, but a lot lower than the first-round talent that we were all drafting him as and that we know he is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean – I think the buy the buy low window is definitely coming to an end, like Dom said, just based off of tonight's performance. It's gonna give that that owner enticement to want to hold on to him. Just hey, maybe he's about to bounce back here. But last month was really the best time to do it when we were talking about him when yeah, you know, he was really down in the dumps. But I've been watching a lot of Trey Turner. He's been just like reaching for a lot, but he's been getting a lot better as this as this month has went on. As the month of May went on, where he was stopped chasing as much, he was performing and really battling with the pitchers a lot more at the bit at the plate where he wasn't doing that upon you know coming back to the Phillies lineup. So Trey Turner's had a rough road ahead, but I think we're about to turn a corner and you really want to get in there before things explode. But before we move on, we have a Toronto pitcher that I really, really don't like, and I really think you should sell high on. We have a Texas player who's having a breakout season and a pitcher that we really need to sell high on before it gets too late. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself could be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about uh, deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react that way until we talk it through. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on the journey of self-discovery from wh wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's it's um entry <laughs> it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible for your schedule. Just fill out a quick survey to get you matched up with a licensed therapist. And if you're not feeling the therapist, you can always switch to therapist with no additional fees here. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnMLB. All right, guys. Thank you. And um, Dom, do you want to take this one or you want to let me take it? 
Uh, let me hop in. Let me hop in real quick because, I mean, we do feel the same way. Uh, mm-hmm. Jose Barrios is fool's gold. Fool's gold. Fool's gold big time. I mean, uh, he's overrated. He's just been overrated his whole career. Uh, like, his, his, you'd be surprised to hear that his best ERA ever is a 3-5-2. I mean, you hear the name Jose Barrios, you think, oh, former all-star, you know, great pitcher. No, it's not. It's not that. He's always been a high three ZRA guy outside of two years, and he's been in the league for eight years. So six out of the eight years, he's been very, very mediocre. In those two years that he was good, it's a three five two and a three six eight ERA. He's had a couple of big strikeout seasons, you know, and but last year he was nowhere near a K per nine, one seventy two innings, hundred and forty nine strikeouts for Barrios last year. His career WHIP is a one two five. He's only had two years under a 114 whip, so I just think it's fool's gold. He's outperforming his FIP right now. Well, not by a lot, actually. Actually, not by a lot, to be honest with you. It's a 370 FIP, a 366 ERA. But you know what? I think Berrios finishes the year close to a 4 ERA, under that K per 9. I think the whip's going to be, you know, around where it is at a 124. So I think you sell him while he's hot. He's had, you know, quite a few good games so far this year. You know, especially over the last, what is it, like one, two, three, four, five, six. Out of his last six starts, he's only had one bad one. And then if you even go further back than that, it looks like out of his last, like, nine starts, he's had, like, two bad ones. So I think this is the perfect time to sell Jose Barrios. You pull up the last 30 days numbers, you know, and you just even just talk about how his last nine starts, only two bad ones. I think he can get a haul for him. You package Barrios and something else, maybe a shoe for a uh, Vinny P or something like that. But you know what? I'm just um, over Jose Barrios. I think I don't think he's as good as people think he is. Completely agree. I definitely am not on the Barrios plan. If anything, I'm the one burying him in the back. It's it's Barrios ugly. Um, <laughs> you know, I can't. I, it wasn't a good wordplay on that one, but it is what it is. <laughs> but. Uh, you know what? I'm fed up. Definitely get a haul for him because you probably could. Um, you might have to package somebody else to go out and get like a Vinny P or a Trey Turner. Yeah, yeah. Then again, then again, pitching is very, very slim this year on the waiver wire. So being willing to trade a Berrios might get you a lot. But uh, let's move on here. Let's talk about Mr. Josh Jung. Here's the rookie I was talking about that is just having a breakout season. Jung is doing his thing, right? Am I saying his name right? It's Young. Young. <laughs> I always yeah, it's do. Young. Young. Okay, Young. Apologize, guys. It's all good. Um, Young is, you know, probably, one, at least in my opinion, I slept on him so hard this year, and I really did not see this coming. But, I mean, quite honestly, like, back in 2021, that in, his, in the minors between double and triple A, my guy had a really good season. He batted 326 that year. He had 19 home runs and 304 at-bats, and he had 22 doubles. Like, I mean, those numbers are really impressive, quite honestly, and he's actually kind of on pace for those same numbers in the bigs. You know, it's kind of crazy what, what Young is doing right now. I'm really impressed. Now, here's the thing. If you feel the need to trade him, if you have the the depth to trade him, because bats have been very deep this year on the waivers, and in general, just like a lot more bats hit than arms. And if you have the depth, that's where I say, hey, like, let's go and move on from him. Let's get a haul. Let's see if we can go pick up a pitcher, which, again, Pitching has been rough this year and see who we can go and scoop up. And, you know, you could probably get, get a lot because right now in in five by five leagues, he's like the 18th overall player. So if you're willing to move a player of that caliber, you could totally go out and get a haul. And 
in Di- well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't move him in dynasty, but like in a keeper league right now, where like you know you're only keeping about like eight guys, nine guys, whatever, you could definitely move him. There's probably a hurting team that needs a, a center full piece of for their team, and Young can be that dude. So 100, percent like if you have the depth, like I said, move on from Young and get the Hall and see how you can get that that locked on championship this year. Yeah, I, I just want to start by prefacing it because this is a guy that you know we might get some pushback on. Well, once again, when we do these, I said this at the top. When we do these episodes, it's not we're not talking saying trade these players away because we don't like them. Besides Jose Barrios, I, I love Josh Young. I think he's great. I, I'm not. I just don't think he's going to be this good the rest of the way. I don't think he's going to hit 294 the rest of the way. The power's real. Don't get me wrong. The power's real. He's got a lot of power in his bat. Um, you know, the runs and RBIs are probably going to be solid. He's not really a steals guy. So I. Uh, he he could be plus in the batting average. I could see him hitting like you know two seventy five, you know around that range. I know he has a decent track record in the minors with a high batting average, but you know in twenty nineteen it was only forty four games, twenty twenty one it was only seventy eight games. So it's it's to be uh, determined or to be seen what you know Josh uh, Young's batting average really can be. I just don't think it's going to be two ninety four. If you look at the plate discipline, which isn't always a great uh, indicator, because as Matt always says, in this day and age you see guys that strike out way way more than they walk, and they still have for a decent batting average. But sometimes it's a, it, it can be an indicator. Uh, Young has 66 strikeouts to only 16 walks. So it does show that he's willing to chase and that he could have a stretch where he's going to struggle for a little bit if he keeps, you know, um, striking out that way. So I'm not saying sell high. Sell high is is the key here is go out and ask for Mike Trout. You know, say straight up, start the conversation with Young for Trout and just see where that goes. See what the, okay, can, can we work something out? Are you interested in Young? And, you know, he was a highly touted prospect. He was a top, like, 20 prospect last year. Um, He's showing what he can do. He's on a great team. And, once again, I'm not trading him unless I can get a haul for him, which is, you know, what the name of the game is here is to sell high. But let's move on to another guy that's another young gun that's actually been phenomenal, kind of teased him a little bit before, uh, you know, up and coming, you know, young stud arm for the Dodgers. It's Bobby Miller. And we know Bobby Miller throws gas. We know Bobby Miller has had three excellent starts to start his career. He was another guy that a few years ago I was just like chomping at the bit to see this guy come up and see what he can do. But once again, I'm not selling him cheap. I'm selling him high. I want to see what I can get. I want to talk to the Tyler Glass now owner and say, hey, can I give you Bobby Miller and like a you know a nice closer uh, for Tyler Glass now? And we know Glass now went out against the Yankees his last time out, six innings, seven strikeouts, didn't give up a run, and he had a .5 whip. All three of his starts have – actually, two out of the three starts have been against great teams because in his debut against the Atlanta Braves, it was five innings, five Ks, one earned run, and a one whip. He went out there against Washington. He gets Philly his next time out, which is another test. I think Bobby Miller will pass the test. I don't know if it's going to be as good as his first three. But once again, you know, I'm not giving him up, but I think you should, you know, go out there and talk to the Glass Now owner and see what happens. Or, you know, uh, I probably for, – for Class A too, I, I, I would do it for Class A to be honest with you. I, would, I think Class A is going to be top five closer to finish the year. But once again, we're talking about a lot of unproven guys to go out there and get guys that we know what they're going to do. I think that's kind of the name of the game when you're trading in any fantasy sport, especially baseball though. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, great take, Dom. Honestly, I the, the only thing I could do is repeat everything you just said. So uh, we're, <laughs> let's just not do that. We're Watch a little it. pressed for time anyway. So let's move on here. Let's talk about Bailey Ober, is how, as I believe how I say his name. Spot on. Spot on. Nice. I did it. 
Ah, you know, you know, fifteenth try is the time is 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 the is the time, I guess. All right. So, Mister Ober has had a really good season, quite honestly. Forty six innings. He has forty strikeouts. He has a two three three ERA. Uh, you know, he's not really a K per nine guy, except in twenty twenty one, where he had about ninety two innings pitched and he had ninety six strikeouts. The year before twenty twenty two, he had fifty one to fifty six. And he had a 3.21 ERA last year, so he did perform well. But here's the thing, though: like, I don't know what we're gonna get out of him. So, like, is this gonna last? Is he going to be this good throughout the whole stretch of the season? I don't know. He's an uncertainty. But what I do know is, again, I keep talking about how bad pitching has been. Right? He's somebody you really didn't have to pay for. You probably got him off waiver. So, if you if you're if you feel like upgrading it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth just moving on. If you just want to keep the guy and see where the journey takes you, I don't blame you either. But if you want to capitalize and do your thing with Bailey, I, you know what, do it because you know what, quite honestly, you could package him and, you know, Barrios, for instance, if you happen to have both, you've been active on the waiver wire this year, you can go out and seriously go get like a Mike Trout or a Vinnie P more realistically. And, you know, possibly if the person has Tyler Glass now, get both of those for somebody to want to move up and get somebody yeah. performing now. Because honestly, if you have both those guys, you're probably struggling pretty hard. If you really think about it, you're probably not winning a lot of games because those were high end draft picks. So they're looking for a boost some way, shape, or form. So if they're able to move on from these guys, get a return back, air quotes, and well, at least in their opinion, from to win now. Hey, your goals because that was your waiver wire pickups. Those are free 99 players. You can easily replace them with guys that you could scoop up and stream by watching our pitch and ditch episodes on Fridays. So, you know, we'll guide you through that once you move on from Bailey, uh, Bailey and Berrios, and we'll get you guys, we'll get you spot starts to win the week. So I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel hesitant to move on from over. Yeah, and I'll tell you this, I love Bailey Ober. I'm a huge fan of his. I think he's a great young pitcher. But he's not this good. He's not the two three three ERA good. He's not the what is it the sub one WHIP good. He's talented. I could see it being like a low to mid three years ERA. Um, I could see it being like a one one zero WHIP. You know, maybe even a little bit lower. He's had pretty good control his whole career. But once again, if you can trade Ober for a glass now, Ober and a little something else for a glass now, I'm doing that. Uh, once again, it's about maximizing your value. You know, sell high while he's doing great, and it's not going to continue to be this good for Bailey Ober. But, Matt, your breakdown on Ober was very, very good, so I'm not going to add too much more. I'll move on to our last guy here. And it's Whit Merrifield, you know, an oldie, but, you know, somewhat goodie. He's having a little bit of resurgence after a couple of down years. Not buying it, you know. It's kind of in the the Matt Chapman, the way Matt Chapman started off the year, very very good, and he's cooled way way down since then. I kind of foresee the same thing happening for Whit Merrifield. I don't think he's the, you know, old three hundred hitter that he used to be. You know, he's hitting two ninety nine so far this year. He's never been a home run guy, so he's not going to contribute in home runs. He's been hitting lower in that Blue Jays lineup, so the RBIs are kind of real. I don't I would say not really because you know Toronto isn't really, you know, he's not really in a spot where he's going to get too many crazy RBIs. The runs are at 28, so the runs are decent. So if he contributes in steals and he's a plus batting average guy, I mean, I, I really see him maybe being two, two-and-a-half category guy. Um, it's just not somebody I truly believe in. So I, I think you sell high on him. You know, steals have been a little bit, you know, easier to find this year than in past years. But, you know, you say, hey, oh, look, Whit Merrifield's back. 
maybe don't point out the fact that he's 34 years old. So, you know, I mean, it's just, I, I don't believe in him, you know, 250 last year, 277 the year before. Uh, I think the bat speed has been down a little bit. You know, he's the strikeout rates up a little bit. Uh, he's not going to steal 40 bases like he did a few years ago. And he's known to do, I, I think you move on from with Merrifield, get what you can for him. Second base has been a tough position. He's eligible there on Yahoo. Yeah, quite honestly, if you have the the depth, like I was saying with Ober, you probably could move on and get a nice little package for him and get get the job done when somebody is struggling at second base. Because like Dom said, he is fool's gold. Like I'm not even wasting a breath on him in terms of thinking about hanging him up because it's just it's just ugly. It's going to fall out from under us. And quite honestly, it's even the steals. What, this is what I'm saying. A guy that's stealing at 34 years old is bound to get hurt and pull a hammy, a hammy, I'm sorry. And then all oh, my flanges are going to be acting up the rest of the year. So yeah, if you yeah. sell high right now, I bet, I, I bet 100% that in about two weeks, we're going to be seeing, ah, oh, he's got a flanges issue where his hammy's done. And then it's going to come in and spiral from there. And it's going to be very ugly. And then this 34-year-old who is in rhythm is now no longer in rhythm, is now long, no longer stealing, and his batting average is going to be down because he's frustrated, and then that's the end, and then they're going to end up dropping them. So definitely move on from Merrifield. And Dom, please take it away. Just t- uh, two seconds, just because I wasn't on the episode yesterday, and it's one of my boys. I have talked about him before. Andrew Abbott with a nice debut here against Milwaukee. He went six innings, six strikeouts, no earned runs. 083 whip. If he's still available in your league, he's 36% owned on Yahoo. Must add quick little bonus if you stuck around till the end. But that is all for us to, for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you already haven't. And huge shout out to our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Be sure to look out for a new episode tomorrow where we provide you with must add players for your IL and your watch list. But until then, see you. Peace.